on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hi folks, you're watching Ticker Today, I'm Aaron Young. As China talks tough on the world stage, particularly when it comes to Taiwan, all of that military spending is coming at a high cost and it's now impacting Beijing's bottom line. For more, we're joined by David Zhang from China Insider. We know that their military spending hovers above 3% of GDP, but it's been growing for quite some time. We know it's not quite where the United States is, but during these tough times, China's had lockdowns and the like. How are they affording this? China's wealth distribution and the way that they're spending money is very unequal. It, it's really not decided by a single draft bill that's put through Congress, like what the U.S. does each year for defense. Uh, it's it's really allocated based on needs in China. And so you really don't have, well, you do have the official accounting for what's being spent on, but then you also have a, a very disguised or a very hidden amount that, that's being spent on defense. And I think that's the issue here is we really don't know how much China is spending on defense. And we don't know why they're willing to still do this despite, uh, you know, people, the, the huge wealth disparity in China. But I do think that this is the top priority as Xi Jinping prepares for war. So I, I think that uh, despite, even if people are uh, starving or hungry, uh, I think the defense spending will still go up. I know we were talking about Russia in our last segment, and it's often said that the Russian people demand a strong leader. They want to be back on the world stage. What would you say of the Chinese people? Would they be welcoming this level of military spending, something they cannot see when, as you say, there are so many issues with poverty? Yeah, Aaron, you're seeing this constantly in China, right? The propaganda mainly directs that China needs to return to that number one position around the world. They're, they're using the history of China to justify their current ambition, just to say that China used to be the central kingdom or the middle kingdom. The middle, that does not mean that it's in the, in the center of the earth. It means that they were the center focus of the world. To return to that, you need that strong military power. And also you have that created hatred towards America, towards the West, towards any country in particular, uh, that, that they can direct for the people to support their military cause. And so once Taiwan becomes the main focus, that's basically where they're gonna spend their attention to say that, if we don't take take back Taiwan, we're not creating the complete kingdom that we once had. So we have to justify our military spending to meet that goal. So Wang Chao uh, is one of the spokespeople for the military there. He says, the modernization of China's military will not pose a threat to any country. On the contrary, it will only be a positive force for safeguarding regional stability and world peace. I mean, it's hard to believe they can say this with a straight face because you've got AUKUS coming together, building submarines, a massive multi-billion dollar deal, and China hitting out saying this is an arms race, yet China has just increased military spending this March by 7% on the previous year. There is an arms race going on as the rest of the world is essentially asking and responding to why is China spending so much on its military? Who's its threat? Exactly. And if you really look at it, uh, despite the two sides claiming that there's no new Cold War, what they're actually doing is spending more money on things that uh, you would see traditionally in the Cold War, which is arms race, technology race, things like space, cyber, uh, semiconductors, and all of these things. I think the issue here is that we're not really recognizing um, what China says because they're, they're using the excuse that this is their own internal affair, or is that they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're trying to create a peaceful image around them. Uh, but the reality is different because last time we spoke, Aaron, we mentioned that how they're using the uh, ships to threaten nearby countries like the Philippines. They're, they're also trying to 
expand their army, their military, especially the Navy, outside of the first island chain, which is guarding their uh, China's rise ambitions around the Pacific Ocean. And so their actions really don't correspond with their words. And that, that, that's not to say that China doesn't have the right to do so. But we know that their intention is to invade Taiwan. It, it's to expand their aggression. In that sense, we really have to stop what China's doing. Where are they spending the money on? You mentioned um, things like cyber and space as well, but cyber and space are completely separate to the issue that they appear to be bringing on, which is a confrontation over Taiwan. So we know that they have a pretty big uh, naval fleet as well. Is that where the majority of their money has been spent? Yeah, I'm not really, you know, an expert on the particular part of the military side, but I do know that uh, the talks of how the Taiwan invasion will play it out is that it's going to be a full front uh, preparation in that once the invasion starts, you're going to see a high, uh, cyber attacks on uh, satellites, on uh, electrical, on infrastructures, and also the military side like the Navy. And uh, you're going to see a lot of the missiles uh, being used. So I, I think that the majority, like you said, is going to spend on the naval part because that fits the invasion plan. But I think they're also spending a lot of effort on uh, how to get people to not like what I would call the soft power side, right? So if they can choose to not invade and choose to use a soft power approach, yeah, which yeah. is to yeah. crap, get people to, so I think that would also work. Yeah, very much. All right, uh, David Jang, really appreciate your time as always. Thanks for stopping by Ticker today. Thank you. And that is Ticker today for now. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon.